0: This is your pilot speaking. My name is Mariah and welcome to this special series of the Content Queen podcast. You have boarded flight CQM222 and you have in your hand your ticket to good content marketing. We hope you have a safe journey on this 90 day trip. Strap in and get ready to experience all the strategy and learnings you need to enter 2024 with a direction on how you create content that is unique to you and your business. While on board, you will have complimentary access to all the learnings that will help you to attract your own passengers, to grow and expand your own trip. While on this flight, the flight attendants will be here to assist you get off the content creation hamster wheel and onto a new way of marketing to help you live a more freedom-based lifestyle. Each week, you'll be given a new stamp on your passport. By the end of the 90 days, you'll be on your way to explore the world of content marketing as a solo traveler. Seat belts in, we are ready to take off. Hello gang, how are we? It's funny, I did a TikTok the other day, well I didn't do one, but I saw a TikTok of, um, they are giving you like a teleprompter and you're like the flight attendant. And I think I nailed it from all of this flight announcements on this, on this special series. We're actually nearing the end. We only have a couple episodes left of this 90 day campaign. So I'd love to know what you think of it. If you're on Spotify, there's a little comment section you can definitely share. But otherwise, come over to Instagram and tell me, or you can leave a rate and review in if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple, you can leave five stars, you can leave a review. I'd love to know what you think of this 90-day series and what you'd like to see more of. Um, That would be amazing. So as we're coming towards the end, we have awesome things coming up to finalize the 90-day campaign. We had our first stop, which was in Colombia, and it was a workshop, Content in Casa, if you are listening to this live, it is in two days, and I'll put the link in the show notes in case you want to join. Otherwise, if you're listening to this, you know after the fact, uh, it was you know we had this house party. It was all about helping you plan and execute two weeks of content. Now, the next part of the journey is our final destination, and I'm so excited to announce that in the coming weeks. So that is going to happen in a week from now. Follow us on socials to find out all about it. We have amazing video campaigns coming out around it. And I'm super excited to actually do a bit of a digest episode on this campaign, which will probably happen in March, but it'll be really fun to um, unpack this, this episode, uh, this series, should I say in an episode and really share the learnings on this, um, this 90 day trip. And um, yeah, just I guess share the learnings um, and hopefully help you with your own marketing campaigns in the future. So as you've probably noticed that I've done three solo episodes in a row, um, I did have guest episodes lined up. I've done some guest episodes, everything. So I was organized with the strategy, but with the new um, workshop and everything, and there was one change in an episode. So it just so happened that there was three in a row. Thank you for staying around to listen just to me for three episodes in a row. And um, yeah, next week will be a, no, next week is going to be a solo episode. So Sorry. In total, there'll be three episodes of me in a row, and then we'll have a guest come on in a future weeks. But it all makes sense because I really there's so many important things to share in this 90-day t- campaign, which I want to make sure you have the tools to really help you on this journey. And as I mentioned, we have some super exciting things coming up, so make sure you stay tuned. Now, this episode came to light because well, I'd planned this a while ago, but it was very interesting how. Things always come up when you know you're gonna speak about them. I did some co-working last week or the week before in Merjin in Colombia. It's a super cool co-working space, um, like city. And I was talking about marketing with a fellow marketer. Uh, Shout out to M. she's gonna join the podcast in the future. And we're talking about marketing and because her partner is a programmer and this was super interesting because I'm like, oh my God, it's just so many like totally different parts of the brain, right? Programming versus marketing, and she was saying, "Yeah, I can't imagine because I use just such a different part of my brain." And whilst it's challenging, marketing can be super simple, you know. And the word that came up was connection. If you connect and understand your audience, then marketing is actually a lot simpler. So this was a really interesting concept because then that night I had a, um, I had a workshop that I did for the amazing Ashley Boston and her Traffic Ads Mastery membership, all about Facebook ads, but she wanted me to come in and talk about content marketing, specifically storytelling. And storytelling has this beautiful power to create this connection, but even more so when we can relate to our audience and we understand who they are. So some super powerful conversations in the last few weeks that really speak to this episode, which is who are you speaking to in 2024? Do you actually know your audience and your target audience? Maybe you've done some work when you're doing your branding and you're doing all sorts of things, but do you revisit it? Because for content marketing, this is really interesting. And this is something that I want you to understand from this episode. Who you speak to in your content could be just one of your target audiences. For example, for me, on my social media, this podcast, I speak to the people that want to learn and I speak to the small business owners and entrepreneurs that might not be ready to outsource just yet. They might be in that phase where they just want to learn about you know, social media, content marketing, content strategy, and start to understand what that means for their business and if it's worthwhile and worth investing in the future. So this is a really case space, right? A, a test space. So you learn, yes, you might do content bootcamp, you might join one of my workshops, you might test and try and go, oh, this has actually got merit. Um, but I feel like I need to outsource it because there's so much more I could do with it. So then that's when you invest more money into it. Then if it doesn't really work out for you in terms of just don't get me wrong, you're not gonna see traction straight away, but you start, you know, you don't see any traction. It's just not working out for you. Then you can go, okay, well, it's not really something I'm gonna outsource. It might be something actually that I cut back on because I don't really need to be active with content all the time. So my content on Instagram, social media is for those people. And yes, I might get people that come through and want to work with me straight away, want to, you know, hire me as their content marketer. But maybe like that's not who I'm like directly targeting because those people I would target through networking, um, word of mouth, those sorts of marketing strategies. So it's very interesting how... When we understand our target audience better, we can then filter through who we're actually creating content for, because that can be very different. And and also in different spaces in our business, You know, we might um, be looking at, okay, well, if for this campaign, we're just targeting this type of audience for that at certain campaign or certain time of year, we're going to target this certain audience. Now, this was a really interesting story as well that came up when I was doing a lot of workshops and it's something that I share. I had a a salon owner who does beauty and all sorts of different um, sales products, everything, they said to me, I'm not really um, sure who, to, who I'm speaking to because it could be anybody, right? Like someone could come in and, and get a facial and the other person could come in and get a wax. Now, this was an interesting concept because I said to her, who is your best customer? Who is the one that continues to repeat buy, books in straight away? You understand like, you know, you know they're, Family dynamic, you're good, like you're friendly with them, you love them coming in versus, you know, the person that might come in once and then never rebook. That's the person you want to target because they're the people that you want to attract because we do want to attract the people that we want to work with as well. So it actually doesn't matter about the service that they're booking, it matters about the type of person that they are. And if you, for example, know that, you know, that woman that comes in every two weeks and gets a wax or a a mani petty, whatever you know that she is a certain age, you know that she loves a certain TV show, you know, like kind of the dynamics of that person, you can start to create content for that specific person to attract more of them. And that was the light bulb moment that she needed to understand who she markets to versus all the people that could come in and buy from her. You know, she might get mail, she might get, but it doesn't mean that you won't attract those people if you niche your marketing. Interesting concept can be scary, But hear me out because we're going to understand this person a lot more with three things that you can do right after this episode to start to understand them. So when you know who you are speaking with, like the exact human, then you have a better chance of making a connection with them, right? So how do we do that? What do we need? I'm going to share three things you can do, again, as I mentioned, to find out who this person is, right? The first, like before you do that though, I want you to think about these questions that I've asked before, you know, who, where do most of your leads come from? And who's your best customer? So think about these two things whilst you are doing this sort of audience research. And this is a, a module completely dedicated in Content Bootcamp where you go into it in detail and I give all the resources and we go through it together. But basically, you want that, you don't just want to target anybody. Because that's when you start to get, you know, those painful clients. Like there's a whole, like people have whole dedicated TikTok channels, like um, salon owners, you know, hairdressers, beauticians that share stories of not just their experiences, but bad experiences from customers that they've had. We can all remember having a bad client, a bad customer. It happens to all of us. So that's why we want to be intentional with our marketing. So we're not attracting the wrong person for us. So they're not, you know, we want the people that, resonate with us that gel well with us that like us as well you know like we want to we want the person to like us not everyone's going to like us so that's why we want to market to the people that will so the first thing you want to look at is audience demographics of the current channels that you are showing up on so this is an exercise i do every year i go through my instagram my website my podcast my you know like the ones that tell us the demographics email marketing is not so much, unless we go next level into every profile. But basically, you want to mark out the the age group, the, the like the, the top trending age group or the top the, where the top you know the most amount of people are, the the gender, the like place they're at, the times of day. Like on Instagram, you can see when they're most active. That's a stat that'll it'll, it'll tell you in Instagram. Um, on your website yes the country they're coming from the platform they're using like are they using desktop are they using mobile you might be like why do i need to know these things these things are super important because when you're starting to create stories and content like you're not going to say oh you're scrolling on your laptop late at night no no no. you're going to say you might be watching the bachelor you're scrolling on your phone like you're actually like oh my god that's what i'm doing right now you know that's when you can start to understand oh lots of people look on their mobile so i need to be talking about their phones and I also need to be creating content that's mobile friendly making sure my websites mobile friendly all those things that's why like when I look at the stats I know a lot of you are on that listen to this podcast are on iPhone so I know you are using Apple podcasts because that's also the top one so I know I can say you can leave a rate review because you're on Apple so you start to learn these things about your audience I had an awesome example with a client. I was looking at her demographics because I do that every year, and here were some interesting things that I noticed. A Lots of people were listening to her through their Alexa, their, their home device, right? So I said to her, this is something you can start to mention in your podcast. For example, right now you might be listening to me through your headphones, through your you know Alexa device. Cooking dinner, because that to me suggests that people are doing something whilst listening to her. So I said, you can use this in your content while you're recording your podcast. Genius, right? And then they go, oh my God, how does she know me? Trust, connection, right? There's also something interesting that we can learn. Okay, the countries. If I notice that in one year, there's a new demographic on one channel, but not on the others, we can start to work out why. And I could build out this little plan for her for her podcast that is now more aligned to the audience that is listening. So you start to understand why these things are important and why you should do these at least every 12 months, if not every six or three months. Start to understand the demographics. So that's the first. The demographics, are really high level, specific, like roundabout age. And also, you know, things I've noticed, you know, one of my clients, she's starting to get a a more older demographic so then we can start talking about okay older women in business what is probably more of their pain point um maybe they're just starting out because they want to build something for their children's future maybe they want to spend more time with their children maybe you know they've maybe even they've lost their mojo in their business they've been in business for a few years and they're just like feeling a little bit lost so then we can start to test content to see what works right super cool so once we've looked at the audience demographic and written down and started making a few assumptions, we want to then go out and probably look at doing some market research. So this could be anything from jumping on a call with previous clients or people that you know are interested in your services. Just asking them, you know, people do these exchanges. I'll offer you, you know, a thirty-minute like um, coaching session, or I can offer you something for an exchange for a phone call. Um, or otherwise, you can fill out, make a form through Google Forms, and you can send it out to your email list and ask them questions. I had a client before I even started working with them, um, we were doing some mentoring sessions and I got her to send something out. And those questions then helped us build out a marketing campaign with the topics of the main pain points, and we can now start to talk to these you know, pain points and dream ideal life based on what we learned from filling just sending this form out via email marketing. We did two emails and a couple of social media posts and her audience was quite engaged and we got a lot of great feedback. So think about before you know getting into really building out a strategy, let's look at the market research and let's talk to people and start to understand. Maybe you might have a couple of offers and a couple of clients that have joined, you might say, hey, do you mind just answering these few questions as what made you join and what you connected with, what you're experiencing, all these things. So you start to understand why they joined, what resonated with them, and it's not necessarily talking about the program, it's talking about the marketing of that program and why they joined. So the second one, market research. If you have some space, I highly recommend you start doing some. And then the third thing is audience persona. So once you've got those demographics filled out, this is more of the psychographics. You might be thinking, okay, what is the difference? If I do a quick Google search, demographics is really that statistical data age, gender, where they're from, all those things. So they're demographics. The psychographics is really about their goals, their aspirations, their attitude, you know, things that they want in their lives right? Things that they're looking for, their their pain points, their problems, and then what they want in their life, their behaviors, all these things that we can start to map out. Now, this will come a lot from that market research if you ask the right questions. And if you would like some support on that, I've got a link in the show notes to a blog that shares a little bit more about market research. But basically, you want to be asking the right questions so you can learn more about them. But this is where we start to create that like persona about that person, a day in the life, a diary entry. We start building out like a table of all the things we know about our target audience. The fact that they watch The Bachelor, the fact that their dream is to spend more time with their family or to travel, that pain point is they don't have enough time. I mean, I think time's a pain point for everyone. Or specifically, they don't have enough time to spend with their families. So, this is where we can start to understand and build more marketing, more specific marketing messages around our audience because we know this. Now, you're like, well, how do I know if they watch The Bachelor? Or how do I know? This is where you start to use the people that have already purchased from you. You know, maybe you've had conversations with your clients. What are the conversations you have with your clients? You know, for me, a lot is travel, a lot is spare time. Whenever I talk with my clients, we're always talking about, you know, what we do with our free time, what we love. And a lot of it is travel, spending time with family. And I know one of the biggest transformations that I give my clients from a retainer, like working with us one-on-one perspective, is the freedom and the more time they have because they've outsourced things, right? So I can talk to that, right? I can share those things and that my whole like third part of this around the world in 90 days campaign is talking to that. So watch it, see how I've done it. But really this is about building out the pain points, the goals, the behaviors. And if you are on my email list, you will be getting an email with a really awesome target audience guide that will help you. And it's going to be for free. So join the mailing list if you're not, and it will be coming out on Thursday. If you're listening to this after the fact, Send me a message and sign up to the email list and I'll I'll flick it through to you. But basically, you just wanna to start to understand more and then journal this person. Journal a day in the life, give them a name. The name should probably be a previous client, someone that you've worked with before. The clients that do this the best have names and like just know them to the absolute detail. And a lot of this is building out from based on assumptions you test things. If that didn't resonate, you move on to something else. And that's why you're always tweaking this target audience persona. So then when you start to create content, you're always thinking about this person from the demographics, the things they've told you through market research and the day in the life that you know they have. It's super, super powerful to do this work. And if you haven't, it's the next thing on your list before you start posting any more things because you want to be posting to that specific person. And then see who you attract after that. See who you attract. You know who do this very well? Influencers. You know why? Because they're so connected to their audience because their audience are their biggest buyers in terms of they're selling direct product. And generally their audience is them in either like, you know, a different stage of their life or, you know, before they became an influencer. So they know their audience so well. If you spend more time understanding your audience, the marketing and the content creation becomes easier. If you created your product or service to be like, because it was a pain point you experienced five years ago, go back to that person five years ago and understand Start creating content for that person. Be more relatable. Unfortunately, now, because you know there's so much jargon, and especially in the marketing space, a lot of marketers don't talk to their audience properly because they're talking a lot of jargon, to sound like an expert, and they totally are, but unfortunately, people don't understand. So you do have to simplify things and go back. So after this episode, look at your audience demographics on the channels you're currently showing up on, Do some market research, either jump on a call with a couple of people or send out some forms to your current following, email list, whatever, and then build an audience persona, journal on them and start creating content from that person. Even good copywriters, we can learn a lot from good copywriters because they interview the client of the person that they're working with, right? Then they take copy and words that they said and use it in the content in their exact language. So that's what you want to start doing. Speak like your audience. Be relatable to your audience. Super interesting before we wrap up this episode is I do a quarterly workshop for anyone in my membership, the DIY Content Marketing Club, or anyone that joins Content Bootcamp gets access to this every three months. It's super cool, right? Like I think that's a really good offering because what we do is they then get a chance to ask me any questions, but we jump on a call, we look at the stats, there's a group of us, we go through and we learn things and then we tweak the strategy based on what we learned because measurement is a very important part of marketing. And I had um, someone join that was part of Content Bootcamp and they hadn't done any of this work before, so I took her through it, showed her everything. And she was like, oh my God, the content that's really relatable to business owners is, is getting a lot of engagement and traction because she was being relatable I said it's because you understood your audience there so then she knew that that was the content that works and she could continue that but the important message in there is she understood the audience she was speaking to and that's why it resonated and I imagine if you go back over any of your old content things that might have resonated more than others were times where you connected with your audience and understood them more So I want you to do that exercise and you don't have to spend hours on it. Just like we can definitely, the more time we spend on it, the better, but get something down, start creating content from there, learn and iterate the more you learn about your audience, right? And if you do that exercise before the workshop that I have and you want to join, oh God, that's going to make it so much easier as well. Let me know if you have any questions about that. I'm super excited to see what comes out of it. And don't get me wrong, we're all the same, like don't feel bad, I'm the same, I need to do this work all the time because sometimes we can start to lose sight of our audience when we're getting all excited in the content creation process. But go back, always think about that one person that you are speaking to in your content. One person, that's it. It's easier to speak to one person than to hundreds. Speak to that one person. And be a content queen or king. And remember that developing your strategy and story develops your business. Thank you so much for joining me today on this flight. Stamp your passport. And please don't forget to share this with all your business and entrepreneurial friends. I know some of you are doing it because some of it during my podcast. My friend shared the, my, your podcast with me. So thank you for that person. So I know you are sharing it. So please continue to share it. And don't forget to tag me on Instagram at contentqueenmariah. Or you can tell them about it. And if you do leave a rate and review, it does allow me to get guests on. For example, the person that shared that podcast with their friend is also an expert in a space of marketing who's gonna join the show very soon. So the more people that hear about this and the higher we are in the charts, the more quality guests that we get on. Like we've had, the, all these people have found me through finding my podcast online because I was in the charts. So leave a rate and review if you haven't and follow us on Instagram and TikTok and let me know if there's any topics you want me to talk about in the future. I would love to hear from you and I'd love to hear how you go doing your target audience research. Tell me who that person is. Tell me. I want to know exact names, age, everything. Be specific and talk to that person. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.